I have actually had so many, so many beans in the past like week that you'll be very glad that we don't do this in the same room. Oh boy, yeah, I'm glad. Like, I'm glad about it's that. A, it's like a fucking, it's like a train line next to a sewer in here. Oh. Hello and welcome even... to... What? Ah. Interrupting me. Well, you is that left how, me on is that a how weird note. You left me on a weird note. I was just like, oh, <laughs> you poor family. <laughs> well, I'm in a room. There, elsewhere. Oh no, he's, he's already walked in. We've made it <laughs> into 49 seconds and he's already barred hey, his way out of the fucking room. Troublemaker, get lost. Away. Aye, oh, away you go. He's fine, he's running about. That's um, Craig's slave. I'm just kicking about. It <laughs> <laughs> will be one day. <laughs> uh, anyway. Hello and, hello and welcome to episode four of Dead End Friends podcast. Um, to peel the curtain back a little bit, this is Friday morning or Friday nearly afternoon we're recording this. We started recording this last night at about eight o'clock and it all went to shit. So this is the second attempt at episode four. <sighs> yep, it all went wrong. But you know what? Sometimes that's what happens. Life is unpredictable. Yes. We're we're hydrated. We're alive. We're all good. We'll start again and then hope that <laughs> it doesn't fall apart again. <laughs> well, we're all falling apart. It's fine. But anyway, we made it a month. So a whole month of this. We have. Who'd have, th- that, who'd that have is, thunk it? That is a proper shocker, you know. That yeah. We're now four episodes deep. And we've not run out of things to say yet. We've not been given any free stuff yet. But <laughs> we are four episodes deep. So I guess, you know, we'll start small. And then we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. I mean, you did hit me to the fact that we have one listener in the great country of China. <laughs> we do indeed. Shout out my boy Barnes. Big Shout arm Barnes. Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking mean man. Shout out Big Barnes. He's oh, obviously man. not Chinese. Uh, d- definitely not. <laughs> One of the most <laughs> Scottish men of all time. Yep. Oh my god, will you tell your kid to bugger off? Go away. Oh Eat my it. god. You honestly just kind of get the staff nowadays. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to be producing. He's supposed to be Googling stuff for us and stuff, but... <laughs> He's not figured it out yet. I need to get him a bigger screen. He's now playing with a box. That's just that. That's that's what this episode's going to be. We're recording this during the day when he's here, so that's just what it's this on the fly. Going to be. Anyway, my name is uh, my name is Gary Gordon. So let's start <laughs> this properly. I've not done that. <laughs> not done that. My name is Craig Jemison, um, and that one that you can hear in the background is Mac. So he does Mac have any middle names? He's got two actually. Make sure I'm going to make sure I get this right because we did like you know how sometimes when people have kids they make like a kind of thank you card thing they give to people so we did one for for Luna and then we did one for Mac as well just be like thank you for giving us a gift when he was born <laughs> and I did it myself like I designed it and I fucking got his name wrong <laughs> my own <laughs> child wrote it down and then printed them and then sent them out and it was like a week later Emma looked at it she was like that's not his name oh my god so his actual name is Mac James Murray 
Jemison. And on the card, I wrote Mac Murray James Jemison. So also I fucked it up. Do you, fucked up do you have it written on the wall? Yes. I'll get the card. I have the card here. <laughs> <laughs> it is there. So I completely fucked up the boy's name. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, here you go. Mac Murray James Jemison. So it's the wrong way around. I think that sounds better. I'm just going to keep calling them that. I mean, I think, like, if the boy ever decides to, like, be an actor or something, like, Mac Murray is a hell. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And also, kids could call him, like, Eminem, you know, like. (laughs) Or it'd be cool. Would it? I don't know. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) No, it's not. Do Do you have any middle names? Yeah, I've got my granddad's name, my granddad. Oh, you my do? Yeah, you do. It's called Pedro Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any. Do you I'm have just... any? No, I'm just double G, boy. You double know? G. The dead double name G. of Gary. How does it feel to have a dead name? It feels good. The last one apparently was around about 1992, which is when oh, I was really? born. So, oh, yeah. Shit. And I was born, like, the last half, so I'm kind of like, I could be one of the last ones. You know, you like in Highlander, the when they're like... <laughs> like there could be only one. I'm just gonna hunt down like other Garys, not immortals. Gary. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna cut their heads off. But <laughs> it's just gonna be power me. source. <laughs> oh. That's crazy yeah. to think. Actually, you could be the final Gary that was born. I mean, do you think? Do you think the name Gary would ever do like a resurgence? You know how like some names kind of make their way back in. Like I know a couple of kids called like Otis and stuff, which is quite old fashioned. So do you think Gary would ever name, have, though. like, a rebirth? I don't know, because so, there would have to be, like, a really cool Gary, like, other than myself, like, doing something of worth. Because as cool as this is, you know, it is what it is. It's... Gary Barlow? Hello? We'll ignore that. I'm, I'm going to ignore that. Barry Garlow. There would have to be something, there would have to be something happened with, by a Gary. That 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 made people want to call their kids that because it was in the news and all that kind of stuff, you know. Like the last yeah. Gary that was in the news was Gary Glitter, <laughs> and he didn't do anything for the name. He <laughs> ruined know? it for everyone. <laughs> he ruined it for everyone. <laughs> so there can't be any Garys because of that nonsense. <laughs> class, <laughs> absolutely class. Well, that would that would actually be quite interesting to look at. Actually, is to see when these kind of when these kind of events happen, like serial killers and and fucking diddlers and stuff, when they start going on the news, how quickly the name dips. Because when you think about it, like what's the other guys like? The name Theodore has probably disappeared because of fucking Ted Bundy. Yeah. What's the other guy that was like eating people and like saving their heads Man, in his fridge and shit? You know, this is not my lane. I am the softest person alive. And <laughs> serial killers scare me. Did you get Johnny on the people. podcast for this? Yeah, Johnny knows more than I do. Like, he gets like a weird boner about it, and I'm just like, <laughs> whatever. You know, as long as they don't come near me, you can yeah. make as many documentaries as you want. Not going to watch them, but you can make as many as you want. Emma's quite into them, actually. Like, she, she'll sit and watch them quite a lot. Like, we'll, like, because we sometimes work in the same room together when we're when we're working and she'll have the tv on i'd have my back to it so i'm not really watching it but i'll just kind of hear like you know that horrible ominous music so i'll just be sitting fucking typing away pretending i'm doing some kind of report and then you just hear like oh you know this horrible ass music and i'll just turn around it's just like 
She watching Kung Fu movies. What the fuck was that? <laughs> she watching Kung Fu. <laughs> So you just turn around and it's like a, a a recreation of like one of the fucking serial killer murders and i'm just like oh cool so that's happening at 10 o'clock in the morning that's too early you know, i <coughs> would say that any time of the day is too early to be watching that it's really weird <laughs> i might i actually have completely drawn a blank about the guy that i was thinking of that like stores like stored heads and fridges and stuff is it Ed Jeffrey Gein? Dahmer? Is that Jeffrey the one? Dahmer. No, I think Ed Gein. Is that not the guy did that like made people? lampshades? I think Ed Gein did. Jeffrey Dahmer definitely the, did. Was he the clown guy? No, that was John Wayne Gacy. Oh my god! Why? There's so many. There's and so many. All in America. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, there's a few here. There was that boy. What was the guy that uh, fucking David Tennant played? <laughs> just you see David Tennant's face plastered everywhere. Just this fucking. A big Diz. Don't know his Days, actual that's name. what it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they always do hear the stories coming from the Americas, but there there must have been a few. There must have been a few here that kind of went under the radar because we were all just like too steaming to really pay attention to what was going on, especially in olden times. I actually yeah. saw something recently. It was a couple of months ago that there was like a, a like years and years worth of scientific research went into saying that lead poisoning was actually very prevalent in the days where it was like the highest number of serial killers in america at least and they're connecting lead poisoning because there was so much lead and paint and pencils and everything all these people were constantly like breathing in the fumes that that is actually linked to severe mental problems mental issues that could have actually been the gateway for a lot of these serial killers to do what they did. Wow. So yeah. the gateway drug to, to killing people was drinking water from your taps and HB pencils. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they're saying. I Don't mean, drink the going... water, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Scotland. It's actually decent. Oh, we've got the best tap water of all time. Of all time. Sorry, the rest of the world. <laughs> Not going to find any lead in here. There's no lead in this pencil, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there might be, who knows? Yeah, it might be somewhere. But yeah, that's always a, a nice kind of background noise for when I'm trying to work. It's just listening to crazy people be crazy. Do you, like, actually mind. watch telly, though? Because I, I don't me, watch the telly. Um, like, I don't know... I, I, the things that I'll watch, I'll watch, like, Bake Off. Nice. I, but I won't even watch, like, on the telly. I'll just use, like, the app on the PlayStation or whatever, like... Yeah. But I feel so out of it, you know? Like, yeah. everyone's, like, watching, like, Line of Duty and all that kind of stuff, and I'm just like, don't know what that is. Like... Yeah. Like, I, I just don't have the, 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 the brain capacity to watch, like, an actual TV show. Yeah. I, I, I've been watching, like, the, the Marvel stuff because that's kind of something that i am interested in but every time something comes on the telly they're like oh you're watching this and i was like no i no. don't even know what that is like is that is that like a superhero or that like what's the deal <laughs> <laughs> someone think i'm interested in yeah. can, so, can somebody in it fly if not i'm not interested i don't want to watch yeah, it. exactly like I, I don't care about martin comston like putting on a terrible accent <laughs> oh man emma's got some choice things about martin comston because he's from down where emma's from 
every time she sees him, she's just like, guy's a dick. <laughs> I think time. he's a dick. I don't, I, but my my only reason for thinking he's a dick is he's a Celtic fan. So it's <laughs> 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 literally a, my prejudice is all on that. I'm just like, nah, fuck Come, him. You've fuck actually, him, like, you've based your entire opinion on his whole personality and persona off the fact that he's a Celtic fan. <laughs> He would do the same to me though, because that's how that's what Scottish. It's just how it works, isn't it? It's the most. (laughs) It's the the thing about I've never understood about Scottish football and that whole thing. I've never been able to get into Scottish football for that particular reason, and also the fact that I don't care about sports particularly. I don't really care about a group of men trying to get a ball in one place and then another group of men trying to stop them from getting that ball in the place. I just, I don't know, doesn't interest me. But yeah, that's always that has always completely bewildered me because like I came up with like some of my family members were big like Rangers fans and a lot of my friends were big Celtic fans and their family were big Celtic fans and it was just like I was just kind of sitting in the middle just like I don't really care like my brother was a massive Rangers fan and then my best pal was a Celtic fan and every time every day they would ask me like also oh, who are you supporting today it was <laughs> Cel- it was Celtic yesterday and it's Rangers today and I'm like I don't care. Don't watch it. Yeah, but no bothered. Just no bothered. <coughs> it does it absolutely blows my mind how you could meet somebody, the nicest person ever, helps you out so much, does everything for you, just brand new, and then they find out, like, oh, you're a Celtic fan, I'm a Rangers fan, and then they just completely write you off. That's it. Game over. Game over. Do you have that mindset? Um, no. When I found out Shanna was a Celtic fan, that was kind of like make or break. But <laughs> nah. decided against her. She's actually alright. She's so <laughs> yeah. Well, she, I mean, she's like she's never a, a ginger. She's joined the ginger family. She has joined the ginger family. Yeah. She's trying to like find some Irish roots, you know. What? Just so she can say she's yeah. No, so she can say she's an actual Celtic fan, you know. But... <laughs> That's all it is. It's fine. She looks hot as fuck, so it's all good. <laughs> That's all that matters. At the end of the day, man. That's all that matters. <laughs> I mean, my whole—I—I f- I was like my entire childhood. I was called Shuda because my whole family, aside from my dad and my biggest brother, are ginger. So all of my brother's mates called me Shuda, being ginger. So my Shuda. whole childhood <laughs> was me called Shuda. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> Shuda. Every time I saw them, all right, Shuda. And then after they kind of got over that, they started calling me Minnie because they were mates with my big brother. Even though my big brother is the wee one, they still called me Minnie. My brother's friends were the worst. The worst. There's a couple of good nicknames, though. I'm into that. Yeah. Shuda. Shuda is a good a good nickname. I like that a lot. Like because it's <laughs> it just like it means nothing, you know. <laughs> but like <laughs> but if so, but there's still but a if story I behind it. You, yeah, yeah, but like, if I was to like, oh, this is Shuda. Yeah. People would be like, all right, how's it going? And they would just call you Shuda. Then they'd find out your name was Craig, and you'd be yeah. like. What? Where does that come from? And then you got to tell a story. <laughs> that's that's the best kind of nickname. Best kind of nickname. And then my, and my then... only nickname is like Gaz. You know. Oh, I don't like Gaz. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever called you Gaz. I'll call you Gigi. Oh, does he? You call me Gigi. I mean, he doesn't call me it all the time, but he has <laughs> done. Like he was the the person I remembered calling me it. Oh. Um, was he has Duncan? Co- Duncan and Johnny call me it now. 
They've oh, probably really? guys. Yeah. Right. That's just, and, I think it's just a thing we're all getting older. And it's just like, I feel like that's quite an old-fashioned thing. Now that we're all like... To have almost, a nickname? Yeah, not to be called Gaz. I just feel like Gaz is quite like old. You meet that guy in like a Rangers pub just about to go to Ibrox. Sorry, this is Gaz. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's quite yeah. an old-fashioned thing. Maybe that's just what it is. Yeah. We're all getting older, so we're just like, we'll just start calling them guys now because we need to accept the fact that we're going to die soon. Well, <laughs> it, it ties into my cooking show that I'm going to start one day. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, it's called Cooking with Gaz. Cooking like, with Gaz. Because it sounds like gas, you know. Oh, I've, so I've got the logo good. and all that. That's so good. I love that. I love cooking with Gaz. That's cooking with Gaz. Brilliant. One day it'll I happen. Mean, like, like you have you always liked cooking is this because i don't feel like this is something that like you you do send me a lot of dishes now just when you've made something you'll send me and you'll tell me like what you've made and stuff because i'm actually quite interested in it but have you always been into cooking or is this quite a, a new thing yeah no 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 i've always quite enjoyed like just making myself things you know it's like that old thing where you're like oh you'll enjoy something more if you make it yourself you know yeah which is kind of true like if you put a little bit of love into it you know like it um it, it does make you enjoy things a bit more yeah. Re- more recently i've enjoyed it like more than i ever have because I, I i've always been like adventurous and stuff and i don't actually care about like i'm not fussy i'll try anything yeah um so now i've been looking at like all these recipes and i'm like oh i probably could make that you know like I'm gonna try this, that, and the next thing. So, I just, I just like being able to like sit down with a meal and go, yeah, I did that, and it's tasty, you know. Like, and it's quite calming as well. Like, you know, like I like making sauces. I don't know why that's the thing that I've kind of gravitated towards, but I quite yeah. enjoy just putting everything in. You know, making it go from like this super runny, thin sauce to mm, nice, reduced, thick, juicy. You know, that's what it's all about, man. Like, just... Can I actually ask you, how do you reduce yours? Mine is, mine, my sauce is always fucking runny. And I don't know why. So what do you do that's wrong? Well, do, not, not, I'm asking you. Well, what, what, well, tell me what you do. Well, I'll usually just use like tinned tomatoes and stuff. So it'll just be like tinned cherry or like peeled plum or chopped tomatoes or something. And yes, I'll I, I understand. It. Herbs and spices and stuff, and then I'll cook it. But how long are you cooking it for? I don't know. I don't really time it. I just cook it until I think it's like hot enough. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Well, that's this is the thing. So when you reduce something, when you're reducing like sauces or whatever, you're taking the water out of it, right? So like you're you're trying to evaporate the water, so you can either do it really quickly by like banging the heat right up. And letting right. the steam come out of it, um, uh-huh. but you then run the risk of it tasting a little bit bitter, um, or you can go the opposite direction, simmer it for a long time, and just let the let the steam kind of do its thing, it will escape on its own. Um, but that right, okay. obviously takes that obviously takes longer if you're doing it like on a high heat. Just like make sure you're stirring it and all that. Make sure you're tasting yeah. it to make sure it's. What I actually do is I, I take it off the heat every now and then. Right. take it off the heat just let it rest and i put it back on the heat and i let it just do its thing i don't know if that's right i've obviously not had any sort of training on yeah, like how to cook other you. than like watching youtube chefs but, um, <laughs> watching matty matheson <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much you know and i think that's why i quite like matty matheson because he's like he is 
a relatable guy, you know. Like, yeah. Um. I, obviously, he's he's been a chef for a very very long time, um, and he has worked hard at that, but he's still at the like at his core, just a he's just a bummy hardcore guy, you know. Yeah. And I think that's why I quite like him. So he's got like a couple of shows on YouTube where it's like. <clears throat> homestyle cookery and just the dash and all that like homestyle yeah. cookery is quite fun because it's not trying to be fancy it's just like here's a meal you can make in an hour for your family yeah. and yeah. i think that's quite fun which is it's it's kind of why i wanted to do like the whole like cooking show thing eventually is because a lot of these shows that you watch or a lot of the videos you watch they aren't relatable and they don't feel like you can actually do it in the house yeah because it's it's fancy, isn't it? Like a lot of them, like yeah. a lot of them try to make it fancier than it is, and a lot of it as well. They give you like the the ingredients for a family of four or four servings, you know. Whereas, yeah. like, I think mine would just be like focusing on single servings or one or two servings, like because let's face it, that's how many people a lot. That's how, uh, how many people a lot of people are cooking <coughs> for is themselves or one other. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, obviously, if you want to cook for a family of four, just multiply. Double like, it. You, yeah, you do the maths. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so i think it's i just enjoy cooking basically like i i, yeah. I quite like it um it's just because i like foods like i'm just a fat pie like that is like the I've, core of it isn't it yeah like I, i'll try anything you know like food mm. is definitely one of my love languages if i was to like cook for you it means that you know you're the shit in my eyes so like i just want to like I want to feed people. I want to make them feel good. I want to give them a, a full belly, you know? <laughs> I don't want to, like... I don't want, I'm not a feeder, but, like, I want to, like, make you happy with food. Because yeah, you want to feel You want to feel nice and warm on the inside as ah, well as man, the it's, outside. It's intimate, you know? Like, it's it's yeah. nice. Like, there's a little bit yeah, of me man. in there. Like, not actually, because I think <laughs> I'd get shut down for that. But, like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've put a lot of time into it. Like, I've thought, oh this person will really enjoy this because they like this, that, and the next thing. So if I'm thinking that way about you, I fucking love you, you know? Like, I remember the, the, the first time I cooked for Shanna. <laughs> it was an absolute train wreck. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to blame it on being hungover because the night before was when I was actually meant to cook for her, but we went to the pub and we got wrecked. And then we were in the taxi home. And I was like, I looked and I was like, we're getting pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we got home and I was like, right, I'm going to go take off my boots. I'll come downstairs and we'll order pizza. I went upstairs. Like 20 minutes later, she came upstairs. She was like, you all right? And I was like, you're going to have to take these boots off for me. I can't take them off. <laughs> so she like, took my, she like took my shoes off for me and made pizza. The next day, like we went a wander and all that kind of stuff. And it was nice. We became human beings again. Yeah. Um, and we... <laughs> I went and got all this stuff. I was just going to make a fajitas because I was like, you know what? Fajitas are stress-free. You know, yep. you bung everything in a pan, you yep. fire the spices in, you let it do its thing. Mwah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> so, I did all that. I was making, like, like Shanna's vegan, so I was making it with, like, baked aubergines. That was, like, the meat component or, like, the filling, you know? Yeah. So, that was fine. And then we were like, oh, do you know what else I could do? a bit of haggis like sprinkled through it so we got the haggis so baking the aubergine all good frying up the rest of the vegetables the sauce and all that kind of stuff and um cut us up a little bit of the haggis so i could like 
just bung it in the microwave, like just to is heat this it a, up. Is this a, a vegan haggis? Well, like a veggie haggis, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I don't yeah. even know that was a thing. Oh man, it's actually really nice. Like, really good. It has like, yeah, it has like seeds and stuff in it, but you don't care. It's nice. It tastes like haggis. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, I cut up a couple of bits of the haggis, mashed it in a bowl, and I was like, right, I'll stick that in the microwave, and um, I put it in the microwave, bunged it on. And then I went and just sat in the living room for like five minutes, just like we were watching, we were watching that selling sunset. No idea what that is. It was basically like Desperate Housewives, but um, it was like real estate. They were like selling like all these like. Right, is that the thing like, on Netflix? Aye, like four or I five million dollar homes. You know, like I didn't really care about it, but then I yeah. got like suckered in. You know, like, <laughs> I was I, I'm a sucker for trash reality. Um, yeah, yeah. But we were sat there, and then I was like, "Here, you, uh, you smell burning." I was like, "Oh my god, the aubergine!" So I ran in, got opened up the oven, no smoke, no nothing. I was nothing. like, "What the fuck?" So uh, I took the aubergine out anyway, like just in case, turned off the oven. Yeah. And then I uh, kind of wandered back through, and I was like. Can still smell it. Shanna came wandering in. She was like, "Gary, oh my god, the microwave!" And I turned around. The microwave I just had smoke like billowing out of it. <laughs> so I ran over, unplugged it from the wall, opened the door, and like the inside of it was just like plastered brown. Like it, the haggis had burnt. Um, the the plate that I'd put it on had like cracked and smashed and everything <gasps> in the microwave. I was oh like, "What did I?" What did I do wrong? How'd you mess up, like, putting something in the microwave? It's the microwave, you know? Yeah. Like, you hit it for 30 seconds and it does its thing. Realised what I did was um, cut up a couple of slices, put it into the microwave. For what it said on the back, you should do for the whole serving. For the entire (laughs) thing of haggis. So it was, like, seven or ten minutes for a haggis this size. And I was like, right, sounds like seven minutes, ten minutes. Put it in. (laughs) And it just, like, totally cremated it, burnt it to bits. I was just like, Jesus. I can't believe it made the plate explode. But it's <coughs> radiation, isn't it? Like, it's just, it's microwaves, you know? Microwaves, it's, baby. It's microwaves. We've not had a microwave for years. Ours exploded. Ours did something similar, but it was the, it was the plug that went. It wasn't the fuse. It was, like, the actual, like, the whole fucking plug just, like, evaporated. I don't know what happened. I can't remember. Well, that's a normal thing. Like, that sounds like a normal thing. You know, like what I did was just me being stupid. You know. (laughs) But so, so what was supposed to be an easy, stress-free meal? Yeah. Yeah. Ended up costing me seventy-five quid for a new microwave, (laughs) and I was just like, ah, should I just got pizza again? (laughs) Yeah. Was this was this at your parents' house as well? Hmm. So yeah, you my mum and dad's microwave for your mum and dad. Oh man, yeah. how long did they? That's was fine. that like a pure family heirloom microwave? You know how there's some families <laughs> no, out there it that microwave for like, like fucking forty years. <laughs> to be fair, I did them a favour. Like I got them a real nice microwave that we yeah, don't actually know how quid, to use. Seventy-five quid for a microwave is like that's top dollar. Well, to be fair, it was the one that my mum wanted. She was going nice. to buy it, and I was like, "Nah, I made a mess of this." Yeah, of the microwave. <laughs> 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 I Honestly. broke it. 
Man, it was so stupid. It was honestly the dumbest thing, but it was just, it was fun. Um, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those stories that like you and Shanna will always kind of look back on fondly. You know, like Emma and I have oh, yeah, a lot like, of those. Yeah, it's just like those those stories, those stories that just that just stick out in your in your mind from like kind of when you first got together and stuff. Like me and Emma always talk about like our our like favorite date we ever went on because like. I was never really a big data. I never went on like dates. Usually, like my girlfriends that I had previous to Emma were usually like people I knew. Like they were my friends for a long time, and then yeah, ended up yeah. kind of seeing each other and getting together and stuff. So like Emma was the first person, the first girl that I didn't know previously. I knew of her. Um, uh-huh. <coughs> I knew of her through another person, but we'd never like properly met and had an actual conversation. And uh, <laughs> we followed each other on Tumblr, the fucking, the goat Tumblr. Um, <laughs> and I remember sending her a message on Tumblr. And then kind of talking back and forth, ended up getting each other's numbers and then asked her out on a date. And then kind of the rest is history. But we always talk about like this favorite date we ever went on was like, we were staying at her place because she lived in Byers Road at the time. Um, in the West End and we got up like super early I mean I say super early it was super early for back then we were up on like a Saturday morning at like we were out the door by like 10 back then that was early now early is fucking 4 in the morning Yeah. so we were up and we were out at like 10 o'clock and we just went to the Botanic Gardens we were just kind of sitting having some breakfast we were like do you want to just go and get some drinks and we'll just sit in the park so we ended up getting absolutely fucking steaming by like 12 o'clock. Absolutely steaming. And then we stoted back down towards Emma's flat and stopped off and got a Chinese f- from, I can't remember what it's called, this gnarly one in Byers Road, but it's just, nothing particular happened. But it's just one of those like really fond memories that we always look back on of just like, I think it's just it's so fond in our mind because it was like when we had freedom being able to get up <laughs> and go to the park at 10 in the morning and get pushed and be back in bed by like 3 in the afternoon because we're so steaming with a fucking takeaway from the Chinese down the street <laughs> you know by I mean? 8 o'clock at night <laughs> yeah, yeah putting the TV on and watching terrible fucking what was that like that it was the summer of like 2016 or something no, it wouldn't have been 2016 because that was after Luna was born. 2013. So it was like fucking like Daft Punk and Pharrell was on like the music channels and shit. Oh, get lucky. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the one of those songs that like reminds us of that time. But I like just there are those particular memories like that one with you and Shanna. Like that will always stick out, you know? Yeah. That is so funny, man. Just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I was like I was so bummed out afterwards, you know. I was just like I'm an idiot man, I can't believe this. Like I was like proper stress and she was like gunny sharp, like, <laughs> like stop peeing her up. Just I was not like, No, I wanted it to be shit. perfect for you. I wanted it to be perfect for you And she was just like Hi cool, whatever, like I don't care. <laughs> that is a like Shanna is definitely a much different pace to you like shanna's very just kind of chilled out 
Whereas you like to think, you like to tell people you're chilled out, but you're cause you're like you're like you know in the Avengers, right? When Bruce Banner finally arrives on a little schooner in the final battle scene, and you then know my Captain, exactly, you are the Hulk of stress. You like to tell people, you like people to think you are chilled out and relaxed, but you are constantly strung the fuck out, and you're just at fucking maximum twenty four seven. And you just hide it well, that's all it is. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's true, actually. Like, I, I am... <laughs> don't laugh. Don't right, go. Don't laugh at me. Prove me wrong. I, f- I mean, look at how I'm sat right now. I'm chill. Look at this. <laughs> look at me. I'm the most chilled guy out ever. What do you mean? I'm so worked up. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the entire time I've been sat, sat speaking, I've been, like, grinding my teeth. Like, oh, God, I can't believe this. <laughs> No, I think I am. I am chill. I just have my moments where I'm stressed, and then those moments linger. So I'm right. not stressed out, but I'm not stressed out about the thing I'm stressed out about. I become stressed out about being stressed out. <laughs> right, you get stuck in your head. It's like a vicious I cycle. Get, yeah, it's like we said, like way back. Way back four weeks. Way ago. back four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I am trying my best to like not get stuck in my head anymore. You know, like because yep. what good does it do you? So I have definitely in the last like oh it's not even an achievement like three months like being more <laughs> chill than I've ever been. You know because I'm yeah. just like ah whatever. Like yeah. because there's some things you just can't change. You know. Yeah. And there's some things that aren't what they are you know like your head just makes up these crazy scenarios because sometimes your brain's stupid you know yeah i was watching i was like like, flicking through like reels on to uh not tiktok instagram the other day and uh one of like john mayer's ones came up and he's like sitting like playing guitar and he's like oh there's the way it is and there's the way it seems and i'm willing to bet that 99 percent of your problems are based on how it seems you need to like get yourself a friend who you trust has it pops up and it says mine's is jensen and then when things seem a little bit crazy you just ask your friend how is it yeah and when they tell you it's all right just believe them and i was like i get that because you're my jensen right Uh, who's jensen first of all just john mayer's pal i don't fucking know like you know (laughs) jensen ackles Maybe his body might be a wonderland. We never know. <laughs> but you're the guy that I go to, and I'm like, here. And then you're like, shut up, man. Like, you're actually just like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, cool, I'm being an idiot, right? Okay. Yeah. And then that's me. Like, that's all I really need. I just need, I just need a gentle shove in the right direction, you know, like just to, yeah. to get me out of it. So I don't yeah. think I'm stressed out all the time because I'm not. As much as my hair is definitely going grey and I'm discovering more wrinkles every single day, <laughs> that it could be stress. But <laughs> I'm trying to tell myself, I'm trying to tell myself it's not stress because then I'll get stuck in my head about it, and then I'll end yeah. up stressed out, and I'll end yeah. up with a full head of grey hair by Sunday. Yeah, well, like me, pretty much. Well, I mean, much. yeah. I'm glad. Th- I'm glad that you're kind of working on that. Like I really am. It's it's nice to hear. Because like we all have those, we all have those days where you turn something into something so much bigger than it actually is, and 
mm. your head just completely scrambles. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's it's great that that you're you've kind of you know that that's what you do. I think that's like a huge part of um, kind of helping yourself and fixing yourself. Like you are aware that that's what you do because there's a lot of people that are just yeah. so unaware of themselves that they'll dive so deep into the fucking fake reality that they make in their own head that that becomes their actual reality and that's where shit gets really scary because that's where you meet people that will like completely disregard you as a person because of the idea that they've put in their head of you and that is just terrifying to me that it's like martin comston being a tim like i know i hate (laughs) (laughs) call back <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. Like the the idea of being, I I think the idea of how we're perceived definitely stresses us out. Yeah, yeah. As much as we try to not let it. <laughs> yeah, Do but it's a human think... condition. We can't help it. Yeah, you still like the, uh, most most people. Not everyone, but most people like to be liked, and most people like to be liked more than others. Like I know. I know I will get stuck in my head if I think I have done somebody wrong. So if I say something, like I do, I actually do it with you when I'm texting you sometimes. Like if I think I have like crossed the line with anything I say, because like we rib on each other all the time, right? And if I ever think I've like crossed the line and said something, it will eat me up that whole day. And see if I like, there's like, I I can't remember an actual example of it, but there was one time where I text you something and then you didn't reply because you were busy because you're a human being doing things like going out and doing stuff and like that whole day (laughs) that whole day that's all i thought about was what What i said i mean (laughs) you're an idiot but what a sweetheart (laughs) i mean this is the thing like me and you we and you have never fell out no we've been no. like on we've not ever been on the verge we've had disagreements about things like yeah was, but i think that's that, i think that's why that's, that's we work because we yeah. can disagree on things but then respect each other's opinion you know yeah like i don't think there's any there's never really been a moment where we've had to be like right shutting this down kind of there kind of was the other day but it wasn't like a big thing like i was just having a weird day yeah like, yeah yeah I was just having a weird day and I, I wasn't really like enjoying being who I am. Uh, every time I looked in the mirror, I wanted to punch the mirror, you know. And like I sent you like, it was like a screenshot of like my my camera roll. Um, and um, I, and I, I pinpointed like, I pinpointed one thing. You in pinpointed something, that I and I was not like, have pinpointed. I was like, here, how about we don't right now because I might <laughs> actually just jump onto the cloud, you know. So like it. <laughs> But you know we create br- boundaries, like, and I think yeah. that's really important. Usually we don't have boundaries. There's nothing that is really like off topic, which I quite enjoy. Um, but yeah, I think but it's just normal but to like do that. I think there's things being off topic, and then there's things like it's not that it's off topic. I'd just rather you didn't joke about it. If you want to talk about it, then let's have a conversation. But I'd rather you just didn't take the piss. Like, I think that's exactly. where we lie. We don't have, like, a bit that's like, oh, no, that's off limits. You can't speak about it at all. It's like, no, I'd rather you didn't take the piss about that, but I'm happy to talk about it and be normal yeah, about we things. we break it down. We break <laughs> it down, for sure. 
Yeah, and that um, that's which, that's quite a nice a nice flow we have. I think like there isn't anything that is particularly off topic. I think that's why like we've been friends for so long. Like, cause you're right, we've we've never had something that has caused like proper friction between us. And no. I always I always like kind of consider you as my kind of rock outside of my family. You're the kind of guy that I would go to about everything. And, yeah, hundred percent. You're the exact same for me. You know, like it, it's nice that we've always had that. You know, and yeah. it happened quite quickly because we didn't really know each other before we knew each other. You know, like yeah, that's, that made no sense. We didn't know each other <laughs> before we knew each other. All right, um, but you know, you know, what I mean, like before, yeah, like we knew each, we knew of each other, but when we yes. got to know each other, it happened very quickly. Yes, um, absolutely, man. There was even like. You know, like way back in the band's infancy, there was times where we had to make difficult decisions, and it was like one or the other. And I was like, "Well, obviously it's you." Like every time, like it was just how, it, <laughs> like whatever you said, I went with because yeah. it was just easier that way. Like not easier, but it was also the thing that I wanted to. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we we are the OG. I mean, if rainfalls is still a thing after the pandemic and stuff, like we'll still be the OG. We've been there since day one. Still still doing it as much as johnny and Sammer is as much of a part of rainfalls as anyone else like we're still the og we've been doing it for so long and still have not figured it out man <laughs> and that's fine you know because we we do what we, we do we yeah. still we, we love have it fun with it we absolutely love it like there's there's yeah. so like most of my a lot of my fondest memories outside of the like the family and the kids is directly related to stuff that's happened with rainfalls even though like in the grand scheme of things we might not have done a lot but it doesn't mean that i've not fucking loved like every minute of it but it, we did what we set out to do with it you know which was just play a couple of shows and have some fun you know yeah and we, for sure and you know it touched some people which is nice yeah. you know yeah it's always what we want music to be you know there's that I know of two tattoos in, in the world that relate to our band. <laughs> Do it? Yeah. Someone has lyrics. The other one has the the Plague Doctor from one of our t-shirts tattooed on. Actual? I didn't know yeah. that. Holy shit. Yeah, no, no names, but like... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah. It's sick. That is really cool. I mean, like, and, like, I was, and that's for I, a band that have done nothing, you know, like, yeah, like yeah. nothing, nothing, like quote unquote nothing. Yeah, nothing we, of note that would be on a Wikipedia page. But yeah, personally, we around and had fun. Had loads of fun, so much fun. Like, there's one story that I was actually thinking about the other day. I think it was actually from the same trip that I spoke about two episodes ago, or whatever it was, when we were in Aberdeen. <laughs> so Aberdeen was like the one night of the three or four shows whatever we did over that weekend where we actually like went out was that in Aberdeen am I remembering that correctly we were staying in the it, hostel it was in Aberdeen but it's, if it's the story I think you're gonna tell different trips right okay I might be wrong and if I tell the story that I'm thinking of and it's not the one you can tell then you can tell yours so I can remember it as well because I've, I've got the worst memory so I don't remember everything but the one that sticks out the most was when we were in Aberdeen <laughs> and we were staying in that in the hostel and we decided to go out for the night and i don't know aberdeen that well so i didn't really know what i was getting into and then obviously obviously the guy that brings it up every time johnny mentioned fuck it why don't we go to a strip club just like okay 
and I so we found this one. This isn't the same story I thought you were going to tell. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, you can tell yours. So I remember we we took a stroll, found where one was, and me and Jim, who's the guy who used to be in the band for anyone that doesn't know, um, we both walked in together, and I remember just watching you and Johnny kind of wander in. And I just remember me and Jim just looked at each other at the same time and went, nope, and walked out. We made it about seven seconds inside the strip club and then ended up going down the street for a kebab. (laughs) Man, I remember what happened after that. (laughs) Um, Like one of the, 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 the girls working like came over and she was like talking to me and she was like, oh, where have your friends gone? And I was like, Oh, they uh, they've gone to get chips and cheese, yeah. like because that's where <laughs> yeah. you were going. Naturally, and she was like, "Are you not going?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm just gonna hang out." Like, she was like, "Yeah, you need a diet," and I was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> and then she went, she went, "Oh, a diet of pussy," and I was like, <laughs> But I stuck around because like the the majority of the group was like hanging around, and I was like, I felt pretty uncomfortable if I'm being honest. Like, I didn't yeah. know. That I would feel that way, but whatever. Like, um, I didn't really enjoy it too much, but I was just like, this is such a weird vibe. Like, there was like the thing that sticks out the most to me about that like entire place was there was a guy cutting about with two jackets on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're in a strip club. You're surrounded by strippers and gorgeous women. And then also probably some incredibly creepy men floating around as well. But the thing that you pinpointed in the middle of a strip club with the glitter and the lights and the music was the fact that there was a guy there wearing two jackets. Yeah, because there were two like massive North Face jackets and it was <laughs> roasting in there. I was like, what are you doing? Like, this is ridiculous. I hated that. I, didn't, I really didn't enjoy it, actually. I thought I would, I thought I would enjoy it. Yeah, but I you didn't. go in with an op- you go in with an open mind because you're just like ah, yeah. that's the only time I've ever been in one. Yep, and you do go in just being like ah, like it's it's something I've not done before. Fuck it, we'll go in and see what it's like. Seven seconds, I was like, nope, back down the stairs, can't do it. <laughs> yeah, chip, chips and cheese are high. <laughs> also, halfway <laughs> halfway through you telling that story, the window cleaner appeared at my window, and I was just like. <laughs> oh! <laughs> If you saw my face change. Oh, all right, all right, Jim, how you doing? It's a new window cleaner. I'd never seen him before. He was a young boy. New all right, young man. Play on these stripes, you know. <laughs> He's left a couple of streaks, but I'll no, I'll no take out his boss. Ah, it's fine. He'll get there. He'll get there. He needs to learn the tricks. So my story this, of Aberdeen was, the story? was way different. Right. My story of Aberdeen was when we were there with holding absence, and it was like the height of the summer. And uh, we we drove up in the van, and like it was me, Duncan, and Johnny in the front of the front of the van. Um, always, I'm always in the back. And the three of us were sat up front, taps off, because it was scorching on the way up. You know, <laughs> the A9 was just belting down these like yeah. amazing rays. We were we were we were soaking it up. Yeah. We got there, we loaded in, and all that kind of stuff. Still topless because we're scumbags. And um, I was sat on like the step. Outside. <laughs> I remember the story now. <laughs> and I had like one of those like two litre like jugs of water or whatever it was. 
<laughs> and I was like sat there and I was like here watch this and I flipped it and I was like oh bottle flip boom landed the bottle flip coolest thing ever but the, the entire arse of the bottle just collapsed and like the water just keep pissing out of it <laughs> <laughs> That is honestly one of my my favourite memories of you, man. It's not even the fact that the it's not even the fact that the bottle exploded. It's the it's the look of just complete devastation on your face. I spent like fifteen quid on that bottle last <laughs> time. <laughs> it was you. You just you looked so defeated. You know that way when you see like, I was? like football football players that have like lost the world cup and they're just kind of looking down <laughs> with hands on the knees that is exactly how you look just looking at the destruction in front of you of this 15 pound bottle that has exploded right in front of you oh god oh. <laughs> it still makes me laugh every single time i think of it man it just every so, so often it comes into my head and i'll just text you about it just like it could be any time of day just that's, like here do you remember when that bottle exploded <laughs> that's why i thought it was the same story you were going to tell because i know it's always on your mind <laughs> <laughs> always <coughs> if it's not one of those stories i don't know what is actually on my mind oh god see that's the thing it's like on paper rainfalls hasn't done anything but for me mentally and spiritually just hanging out with the guys like i always loved it when duncan or blanket came with us like that yeah. run of like five shows we did four or five shows we did down south when blanket came with us i've never laughed so much in my entire life that yeah, the guy, shows are trash we oh, terrible awful but <laughs> um having blanket there definitely <laughs> like oh it just it just it just made it nice, you know. It was just like he another pure, he proper to be lightens the mood. He lightens he the mood he a does. lot, blanket. Like he, he's definitely good for like if there's ever any tension in the van, he's always the first person to completely break that tension and just make oh, it fun. He's like the unofficial fifth member of Rainfalls for sure. He, he is. He texted <laughs> me something the other day. It just like made me laugh so much. The thing that the thing that I will never get out of my head is when we were in Birmingham and we were just driving through trying to find the venue and we drove past Oh, what's the name of that shop? Selfridges. We we drove past <laughs> Selfridges and he just turned to me and said, Here, check the Selfridges in there and I completely fell apart. <laughs> completely <laughs> fell apart. Oh it always It was a, it was Tuesday night, we were watching a bake off, like it's celebrity bake off just now right. for stand up for cancer. And uh, that boy KSI was on it, like the YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they had to make like cherry pies or something. <laughs> and this boy just, he, fu- he fucked it up. Like he was just, I don't, but he like, he took like the cake tray thing that you'd put it on when it was finished and like turned it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just texts me being like, why the fuck did he flip it? Literally top down a cherry pie. His laugh makes me consider swan diving off my balcony, though. <laughs> oh, I was in nuts. It was so funny, man. Oh, Christ, he is. He's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. And I've known I've known Blanket for a really long time as well, but, like, there was a really long period where I didn't... I never spoke to him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he put us... He put 
Mac is actually singing a sonnet right now. But he put on a show for us when I was in the band before Rainfalls. He put on a show for us in Perth. Oh, God. And it was in the back. I, I think I want to say it was in, like, the function room at the back of a pub. Yeah, that's oh, my, me- my memory is terrible. But I just remember it being, like, so uncomfortable because there was, like, really old white dudes, like, drinking in the pub and you had to walk through to get to the function room in the back. <laughs> was it the Was it the green room? I don't know. I honestly can't remember. You had to go upstairs. No. And then you had to no. walk through a pub. Oh, right, okay. That's nah, a good it wasn't upstairs. I, I, I played in there before. That was good fun. Yeah. So we blanket put that show on. <coughs> I met him and stuff. Like, had it off with him. But then we didn't, I didn't speak to him for like years. Absolute years. And then he just kind of like started showing up to rainfall shows and stuff. And then obviously we all like started hanging out with him and he became one of our close mates but it was just that kind of weird like i know you from like a past life almost and now you're coming back in and like oh man i miss him so much i've not seen him in so long i really do i still have i still have like one of his christmas presents up to give him (laughs) (laughs) i took i took like on christmas day i ran to his house um i ran i ran to his house on christmas day shanna was running every day in december yeah so I was like, solidarity, I'll run on Christmas Day the same as you. Um, so I ran from mine to Canvas Lang. Well, what I thought was Canvas Lang. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he, he, li- he oh. lives in he lives in halfway, which is not Canvas Lang. Not <laughs> a nice place. <laughs> it's not <laughs> nice at all. I remember running through and I was like, Oh Jesus Christ, how am I gonna <laughs> this, make it out of here alive? And this is this is you ran from Brigton and that was your thought of halfway. Yeah, I ran from a shithole to a shithole, and his <laughs> shithole was worse than mine. But I, ra- I ran up there with his presence, and then a couple of days later, uh, one actually arrived. Obviously, things were like arriving slow because Christmas yeah. time and coronavirus. COVID, so yeah. I still have it. <laughs> I still <laughs> have it. <laughs> Just here. Oh, man. Nah, he's a trooper. He is. Yeah, absolute trooper. Some Just I. I've got some unbelievably fond memories of us playing a playing shows and playing away and stuff like i still like there's just the weirdest things stick out like that time where where jim kicked a mic stand and he thought <laughs> and it it went like straight across the room like didn't he thought topple it over just, at all he thought it would just fall over and that shit levitated across the fucking room and hit the <laughs> singer of another band right in the face <laughs> while we were playing yeah. and i just remember turning around and looking at jim's face and he just had like disbelief on his face that it actually happened and that just sticks out like there's just these weird random memories that just that was also in aberdeen by the way every single memory is in aberdeen (laughs) (laughs) maybe i've just got like a keen connection to aberdeen because that was the show where we had to we had to drive home that night from aberdeen remember we were supposed to stay there we had to drive home because emma got fucking blood poisoning and i had to drive Mm. home so i could get her from the hospital Jesus. Yeah, I remember. Wow, Aberdeen. We always Aberdeen. went down well in Aberdeen. I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. And it was uh, the thing about Aberdeen is like, I feel like it's one of those places where it's just like kids just turn up, people just turn up to go to a show, and it's because you know? not a lot happens, you know. It yeah. used to have a lot more happening, you know, like <coughs> you see loads of bands come from Aberdeen, but yeah, but then things kind of deteriorated up there, and people didn't go. Yeah. So I think whenever something happens, everyone's like, oh, sick, let's do something. Yeah, let's go so to a show. Go. Yeah, man. I do, I do like it. There's a lot of times that 
a lot. We've played quite a few shows in Aberdeen, and every time I've enjoyed it. There's always some yeah. stupid fucking memories come out of it, and that's all that matters, to be honest. That's mm-hmm. all that fucking matters. It's the best. It's the best thing. Um, yeah. I'm glad the run we had have whatever, like, whether... I know we've not really spoke about it or anything, but, like, I think we we will do something Yeah. post this. Who knows what? But as long yeah. as it's fun, I'm in. That's all. Yeah, exactly. That's that's just what we're here for. It's just for a fucking stupid time and just having fun. I mean, we have, like, yeah. a whole fucking... Or at least I have a whole album worth of music written that's just kind of sitting. Yeah. But it's just what we do with it and if we decide to do anything. And if Johnny or Sam want to be involved as well, like, I've not spoken to those guys <laughs> about it either. It's just whether or not it'll actually be all of us doing anything or, ah, fuck it, we'll figure it out when the time comes. But right now, it's just kind of, like everyone, just on pause, you know? Exactly, exactly. We'll do something. Even if just go a fucking boys' holiday or something, you know? <laughs> be, be fine. <laughs> we play a couple of shows along the way, that'd be a laugh. <laughs> yeah, just try and find somewhere outside of the UK, go and play. Yo, do you know that, you know, like, I know you've f- found this weird obsession with Mark Robbie recently. You're absolutely the guy. <laughs> do you know that that dude yeah. is, is, his net worth is $500,000? No. That's insane. For a dude that literally streams him playing improvised loops. sets, <laughs> loops, loop daddy. He's worth like half a mil. I'm just sitting in his head is flat in New York City. That's fucking wild. I'm glad. I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's making money. You know, um, because he's. He, he just seems like a fun personality. I quite like that. Yeah, he's... I guess why I get suckered into people like, I, if they have like a good personality or something. I'm like, ah, I want you to do good, so I'm gonna do everything or like <coughs> subscribe to everything you have because yeah, you make me laugh, and I think I'd be. I'd, I'd enjoy hanging out with you. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the most insane people ever. <coughs> I mean, he has oh, he's like truly mental. He has a a thing on YouTube. I think it's his live set from Amsterdam. I think it is, and right, it is the most mental thing I've ever seen. So the camera is sitting like behind them, so it's like kind of up high behind them, so you can see his full set up and you can see the whole crowd. I love that about wow. show, like sets like that, where most of the time yeah. when you see like live sets, the camera is solely pointed at the talent, at the band, at the artist. But this one is like you can't even you can he'll turn around every so often you'll look at the camera, but most of the time you're looking at the back of his head, so you could just see like when he hits finally hits a drop or something, and you just see the whole place fucking light on fire, Woo! from him just hitting random things like fucking he just finds like a glass bottle and he starts hitting it and shit. The dude is. A genius, an absolute genius. Yeah, Mark he's R- funny, man. He's Robbie. He, did, he actually did a he did a, an episode of the Cave with Kenny Beats. <laughs> Have you watched it? I'll need to check that. No, it's, I'll need to check that out. I don't know that existed. So good, like he does the whole bit, and they make a wee song. And he goes in, and he sings a wee bit, and at the end of it, Kenny Beats just like pulls out. A, like a keyboard he's like i think we need some organ and he mark Ruby rips out the most insane organ solo ever <laughs> to the point where they just end the episode as soon as he's finished because it's just like we can't do anything else now because you've just destroyed it <laughs> it's he, so like, good put up a file yesterday on like a google drive thing like or like a video that he put on his instagram and it yeah. was just like uh 
it was like wake the fuck up bitch or something <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to make it my ringtone uh, like, my, like my alarm tone yeah, yeah but i just don't know how to do it like i've got it on my laptop somewhere i right. just don't know how to put it on the thing but yeah, i'll work that build. out i don't need you to give me like a fucking oh no i was just uh, gonna say you're a grander that's all it is you just ah, don't know how to work okay. things you're just like oh craigie no, craigie can you help me with my laptop craigie son <laughs> i need some help <laughs> Well, on that note of technical problems in Mark Ruby, I think we could probably call this a day because that's us hit an hour. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you nice. to everyone for listening to us ramble on for another hour. <coughs> this has been episode four. I love you very much. I love Gary I love very much. And, uh, oh, you're yeah, talking we'll speak... to me? Oh, amazing. No, I'll cool. talk to you at times. Cool. Shout out Mark <laughs> Ruby. Shout out the window cleaner. Uh, <laughs> Shout out Sean Peace Barnes. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Big Arm Barnes, we love you. Arm Barnes. <laughs> Alright, cool. Love you, man. Bye. Love you too.